We're learning the Sikha of Tetzave Zayin Adar in Chelik Tezayin on page 342. This Shir is being learned, Lilinishmas, Rab Yasef bin Yamin, Ben Rab Menashe, Koltman. This Sikha is going to deal with the Parsha, but it's also going to primarily focus on Chedush Adar and specifically Binigeya Tezayin Adar and Binigeya to what the Gemara says, Mishanichnas Adar Marbin Besimcha. When the month of Adar enters, one should increase joy. As we'll see here, the Rebbe will explain also regarding what's relevant for this year, whether this applies in Chaydish Adar Rishain or only in Adar Shaini. Says So it's known, Zayin Adar, the day that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. In most years, it falls out in the week of Parshish Tetzave. So in Sfarim it says that there's a hint about this in Parshish Tetzave, in the Parsha. From the time when Moshe Rabbeinu was born, is thus the Einzige Seder in the Teireh, Noch Parshish Shemois. So this is the only Parsha in the Teireh after Shemois, who has written it among Moshe's Nomen. When Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned. And therein is Merum is the Istalkos from Moshe Bezayin Adar. The fact that Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned here hints to the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away in this time of the year in Zion Adar. And this also fits with this that the Magen Avram says, then in a year, in a leap year like this year, when there are two others, is their tainis Zion Adar Baaderishin. So when is the fast of Zion Adar? Whereas we'll see soon, the Rebbe will bring from Shulchan Aruch that it mentions about fasting on Zion Adar. So the day of this fast is on Adar Rishin. Varum Zion Adar Rishin Davke is besvivus from Parshish Tetzave. Because Zion Adar Rishin is always in the week of Parshish Tetzave where we see the hint from Moshe Rabbeinu's passing. Darfim Fashtein, the question here is, Zion Adar is euch der Tag von Leides Moshe. Zayin Adar is also the day that Moshe Rabbeinu was born. With the Gemara Zok, as the Gemara tells us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yeshev u'memalash shnei seim shal tzadikim miyoyim liyoyim u'mechaydish l'chaydish. Ebeshti sits and fills the days of tzadikim to the month, to the, to down to the very day that they pass away on the same day that they're born. And Moshe Rabbeinu passed away on the same day that he was born on Zayin Adar. Ha'in farvos is nitmerum is in parshas tzadzaveh o'ich lidosah shal Moshe. If so, why isn't Parshish Tetzave, is there no indication also for the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu, which was a great thing, as we'll see later in the Sikha. And Pashtus came in Zogin, so simply we can answer for this question. As oich leides Moshe is merumiz in the Sedra, that the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu is hinted in the Parsha. In them, was the name from the Sedra is Va'ata Tetzave. What's the name of the Parsha? At least in the Gemara, as the Rebbe quotes in Order 9, when it refers to this Parsha, it refers to it as the Parsha of Va'ata Tetzave. Now, the word Va'ata and you will command, who does that refer to? Was the gate of Moshe Rabbeinu? Va'ata refers to Moshe Rabbeinu. So that hints to Moshe Rabbeinu, to his, to his birth. As we know, the name of a Parsha hints to the content of everything in this Parsha. So it comes out as in the Gansa Sedre is Merumas der Inyan from Leides Moshe. That in the entire Parsha it's hinted the birth of the Va'ata of Moshe Rabbeinu himself. Now, Philolated Deis, and Lloyd Minig Yisrael, even according to the opinion and according to our custom today, on Vigidruk the Chumashim, as it's printed in all the Chumashim, as Yivet Angerufen Tetzave. The name of the Parsha is not Va'ata Tetzave, but just Tetzave. 
is doch das Lashen Yachid Lenoichach. It's a singular term and it's directly, you will command, to command is titzave, that one is commanding directly to another. And who does this refer to? This is continuing what it says in the beginning of Parshas Truma, that Hashem speaks to Moshe, that he should give over to the Eden all the details about the Mishkan, including over here in the Ve'ato Titzave, the details that it says in this Parsha. Shabbat Cholosin, going back at the beginning of the whole subject. After Tetzava, we know immediately here that this is Moshe Rabbeinu, because it says, that you'll be commanding Aaron, your brother. So therefore, even in the word Tetzava itself, it's clear that it's telling us who this is, that it's Moshe Rabbeinu. So therefore, we see over here that the whole Parsha is Moshe Rabbeinu speaking. So this hints to the birth, to the existence of Moshe. The question, however, is, how could we reconcile these two different hints that seem to be hinting to two opposite things? For Einzeit, on one hand, what we say is, isn't this said, Revert and Gantz, Nittermont, Moshe's Nomen? In the whole Parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned at all. Was weist, that shows, as in the said, it is Nitto in Yonish Moshe. That Moshe Rabbeinu's being, Moshe Rabbeinu's entity is lacking in the Parsha. And on the Zweite Zeit, is yet the word from the Sedre, Every single word of the Parsha is a word of a Parsha, which its name is the name of referring to Moshe Rabbeinu himself. So how do we reconcile these two concepts? So we'll understand this. First, let's explain this Tainus, the fast that's brought in Shulchan Aruch regarding Zayin Adar. So seemingly we have the problem, the, proper, the, the following question that is. Why is Zayin Adar established only as a fast day because Moshe Rabbeinu passed away? The Gemara talks about a person that uses a terminology where he's making a vow, and he says, my vow is to be like Moshe on Shiva Abadar. And this language that he says is unclear what his intention is. So the Gemara discusses, whether saying this expression is meaning that he wants to accept upon himself to be a Nazir or not. What's the basis of this question? On Teisus is Mazbe the Shaila. So Teisus explains the question. As on the day that Moshe Rabbeinu was born, the Hainu, on the day of Zayin Adar, there was a tremendous joy for Moshe Rabbeinu's birth. And the day that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, Rabim, Nodru Beneder, many people took upon themselves vows. And many of the Nizirim were added amongst Yidin, many took upon themselves to be a Nazir, Machmastar out of their anguish and their grief, so they took upon themselves to be a Nazir, to stay away from wine and so on. And now, so the question is, Zion Adar has these two aspects to it. It's a day of joy, of the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu, and it's a day of, of uh, anguish, of the day of the passing of Moshe Rabbeinu. This person, when he just simply says, hey, that I'll be like Moshe, on Shiva Ba'adar, what did he mean by this? Does this mean like in the generation of Moshe Rabbeinu when he passed away and Zayin Adar and Ziris Kibbal Olav and he accepted upon himself like it happened then to be a Nazir? Or maybe he meant to say like the day of Moshe Rabbeinu's birth. 
And he accepted upon himself joy and happiness, not any vow, uh, any Naziris. So what do we see from this Gemara and Nazir? So we see that the day of Zayin Adar is also was a day of joy. And if so, the question is, Why is it that Zayin Adar was only established to be a day of a fast? Not, there's no simcha that we have and express on this day of Zayin Adar. The Rebbe continues here and, and clarifies, You cannot answer as the Sophic Gemara is that the question about this person that made this nether with an unclear language and said, is, is only Was he referring to what Zayin Adar is now after Moshe Rabbeinu passed away? And therefore, that means that he is accepting upon himself to be a Nazir like it was when Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. Or maybe with his language, he was referring to the day of Zion Adar when Moshe Rabbeinu was still alive. Was demolt, which then and only then, while Moshe Rabbeinu was still alive, is the Skevena Yem Simcha. It was a day of joy, Mitzad Leidase, because of the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was born and is still living in the world. But it's there, but today is their Today, as far as what the day today is, it's a day which is a, a sad day, the day Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, and only a day of fasting. The, the, the suffix, the question the Gemara has regarding the neder is simply regarding his intention. Maybe when he said this language, he intended to, he was referring to the time period before Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, when then it was a time of joy. But regarding what the day actually is today, now that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, it's a day of, it's a sad day, a day of a fast. That may be the Pshat in the Gemara. So the, the Rebbe says, no, this is incorrect. Varom sins benedarim halech achaloshem benayadam. The halacha regarding the darim is, you have to follow the language, the ways people speak. You have to see how do people commonly express itself. And from that you know what he meant with this nether. Obaloshem benayadam. And in the language of people, when a person speaks about a long time period after Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, we can be sure that he's referring to Zion Adar today. The way we, Zion Adar is today after Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. He wasn't referring to, I'm going to be like, I'm talking about the Zion Adar back in history the way it was before Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. He's definitely referring to Zayin Adar today. And yet, there's still a question in the Gemara. He may be referring to the sad aspect of the day, or he may be referring to the happy aspect of the day, that it's the day Moshe Rabbeinu was born. So we see that even today, the day has two aspects to it. A yom of, of a tainus, and but there's also a joy in this day. So the question remains, why do we not see any union of Simcha that's expressed on this day? Noch stark is the Shaila, the question goes even further. The Gemara is locked in Megillah. The Gemara tells us in Megillah regarding the story of Purim. When Haman made a lottery regarding to decide when he's going to annihilate the Jewish nation, God forbid. So when he saw that it fell out in the month of Adar, Haman was tremendously happy. Omar, he said, Look, the, 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 the lottery fell out in the time that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, and therefore this is not a good time period for Klal Yisrael, 
and my plans will, will be able to be materialized. But what he did not know is, that yes, Moshe Rabbeinu passed away on Shiva Adar Badar, but he also was born on the very same day. So therefore there's something very positive and happy about this month as well. So from this Gemara it seems, as the it's not only that there's two aspects to the day, the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was born in this day and the fact that he passed away, but it's more, the fact that in the Shiva Ba'adah he was born, had than this actually is stronger, overpowered, the negativity of this day that he passed away in this day, and that caused to transform the whole Gezeirah, the nest from Purim, Simcha. It brought the miracle of Purim, bringing about the greatest joy of Purim. Zetmendach, so we see from this clearly, as Yoim leidas Moshe, is a goyrim tzua yim simcha b'chol azmanim. That the day that Moshe Rabbeinu is born is a cause for a simcha in all time periods, in this, in this month, in the, in the Yantiv of Purim. You see this more specifically in the words of Rashi. There, Rashi says, that it's fitting that it's the, the day of his birth has the power that it could atone for the sadness of what happened on the day of his passing. So from this we can see that even though, yes, Moshe Rabbeinu passed away on this day, but nevertheless, the Yom Aleida sort of removes that sadness. It atones and it takes away that sadness at all. So why is it that Zayin Adar is considered to be a fast day? It's a fast day and not, not a day of Simcha. So we'll understand this by first bringing what the Gemara tells us regarding the month of Adar. Just like when the month of Av begins, one should minimize and joy. So too, when the month of Adar comes, you should increase joy. So here the question becomes this to increase in joy in the month of Adar. In year, like this year. Is that only in the is, is that even in the first month of Adar or only only in the second Adar? This is the question. There are Paiskim that speak about this. So now seemingly you could say, is this Muvuer Api Pirish Rashi? This is explained according to what it says in the Rashi there in the Gemara. Rashi explains what does it mean when Adar enters, then you should add in joy, because you may nisim hoyuli Yisrael, these are days of miracles that the war for Yidin. And what are the days of miracles? Rashi says, Purim u Pesach, the days of Purim and Pesach. So from this language of Rashi, it seems to be clear that he's only referring to Adar Sheni. He says, Purim. We celebrate Purim only in Adar Sheni and then Pesach. Right afterwards comes Pesach. However, we can say, as from them, Pirish Rashi is Nitken Raya. From this Rashi, there's no Raya that the Simcha of Adar is only in the second month of Adar. You could actually see from this Rashi, the opposite is true, that the Simcha of Adar begins the first month of Adar. And here, the Rebbe will give a lengthy explanation to explain how we come to this conclusion from this Rashi. So let's first discuss a question, a known question that many ask. Why is Rashi here adding the word Pesach if we're discussing Mishanichnas Adar? That Adar is the month when you have to increase in joy. What's the relation over here with Pesach to this statement of the Gemara? 
Faran Mefarshim Vazogin. So there are those Mefarshim that explain. As Rashi is Eisen the Mitzvah Ferenferen. By adding Pesach, Rashi is coming to answer the question. Favos Marben Besimche is not in Chaydish Adar Mitzad and Nespurim. Why is it that we should come and increase in joy only in the month of Adar because of the Nes of Purim? Onit in Chaydish Nisan Mitzad the Nisan from Pesach. Why don't we say the same regarding the month of Nisan? That because Nisan is the time when David took us out of Mitzrayim with the great miracle, so we should add in Simcha then as well. That's the question that Rashi is addressing. Is the Ribe Rashi Maisif or Pesach? So Rashi adds the word Pesach as Anachanami. That yes, it's taka true. Oich ben Nisan is ben Marbe besimcha mitzad Pesach Shabbai. That in Nisan as well, because of the Simcha, because of Pesach, you should, you should add, in, in the, because of the miracle of Pesach, you should add in Simcha in the month of Nisan as well. The Gemara mentions Adar, but it means Adar and Nisan, which follows. Abereses move on. However, this Pshat, it's understood as the Shvera Zayin to learn in Rashi. It's very difficult to learn and to say that this is what Rashi means. If Rashi is coming to tell you a whole new concept, a whole new way how to learn the statement of the Gemara, and especially he's saying this is something which is relevant for, for the action and how, how a person behaves in the month of Nisan as well. That in Nisan there's a lot of Marban Besimcha as well. Rashi should clarify this and say this clearly. The Gemara says Adar. And Rashi wants to add and say, no, Adar is only the beginning. Adar includes Nisan as well. So Rashi should say this. Rashi should not rely as We'll understand this from a hint of one word by adding the word of Pesach. And Rashi never tells me clearly that the correct shot in the Gemara is that Adar is just the beginning. And it includes Nisan as well. Another point here is if you'll say that just like the month of Adar had the Ness of Purim, so you have to be Marba Besimcha, so say the same thing regarding Chanukah. Just like we're saying that the Marba Besimcha applies to Pesach as well, so why shouldn't it apply to the month of Kislev because of the Ness of Chanukah? On the contrary, there's even more of a reason to be Marba Besimcha in Chanukah than there is in Pesach or even Purim. Chanukah is a yomtiv, which is only Rabbanon. The Gemara tells us in many places when it comes to something which is an institution of the Rabbanon, so many times the Rabbanon went and even did further things to intensify or to strengthen this thing that the Rabbanon instituted that people may not take seriously. If so, Specifically, in the month of Kislev, you should add more Simcha, even more than the month of Nisan. Pesach is a Yontiv Minatayre and doesn't need anyone to come and let you know how you should behave in this month and about the Simcha of this month. On a Philomer for Nader, and the joy of Kislev should even be more than Adar, was Kriyasam Megillah from Purim is the Chnitztama de Rabbanon, the Yantif of Purim and the mitzvah of reading the Megillah on Purim is not just any institution that came from a later generation from the Rabbanon, nor Medivre Kabbalah. This is considered to be an institution of Divre Kabbalah, which refers to something that's mentioned in Nevi'im and Ksuvim. You had the Nevi'im in those times and Ksuvim, where this is mentioned already, so therefore it's something that's much more powerful. On the other hand, Chanukah. Chanukah is a yomtiv that people may take lightly. And for this, it would be very appropriate to say, no, it's a serious yomtiv and you should come and you should add simcha to celebrate this yomtiv appropriately.
So why, why are we ignoring Kislev? Under the learning, there's yet another pshat over here. As mitnazogim putim of Pesach, when Rashi says, Mishanich Nesoder, refers to putim in Pesach, main to Rashi, what Rashi means is, as a yaisvi b'chaydish ader, hamzachon goibim, yemei nisim rutsufim utchufim zelozeh. Because from the month of Adar begins days of miracles that are combined and are immediately one after the other, the miracle of Adar, and immediately the next month, the miracle of, Purim, of, of, of uh, Nisan, of Pesach. That's the reason why only in Adar you have to increase in joy, because here there's one miracle that leads then, and right after there'll be the celebration of another. In Kislev, there's one nest that happened for the nest of Hanukkah, but there's no other nest that follows afterwards. So that's why it's unique for Adar. So even if Rashi means specifically the month of Adar, but the reason why in Adar there's the Simcha is because this is a nest that is joined together later by another nest. So there's a more intensity to the Simcha here. This pshat as well needs an additional clarification. What is really the connection in the content in, the, in these two miracles, Pesach and in the miracle of Pesach and the miracle of Purim in the month of Adar? As to leave the smiches from Adar to Pesach, that because Adar is near Pesach, zomun shayin in aschalas Adar mar bezayim b'semcha. That therefore, already from this, this is a reason that explains that, that already from the beginning of the month, you should add in simcha because of the connection and the smiches of Purim to Pesach. I mean, in the content of these two miracles, there's seemingly no connection whatsoever. They were completely different time periods in history. Happens to be that Pesach and the calendar comes out after after Purim. So that's the reason why Dafke here, we begin the joy right from the beginning of the month. It doesn't seem like there's a, a, a deeper and a stronger, more intensity of Simcha in the content of these two Simchas coming one after the other. There's a beer in them. So therefore, the explanation we can say over here in this Rashi, why Rashi brings Purim and Pesach regarding Mishanichnas Adar is as follows. The Gemara Zak, Mishanichnas Adar, Marvin Besimcha. So the, the big chiddush over here regarding the month of Adar is the fact, not only the Mar ben Besimcha, but the fact that we begin from the beginning of the month. As gleich von aschalas hachidish is me Mar Besimcha. From the beginning of the month, you increase in joy. On Hilkach, as the Gemara there says, therefore by Yisrael, this le dinabad inachri, a yid that has a court case that he's dealing with, a non-Jew, lishtamet minei ba'av cholo, he should try to avoid going to, into this court case during the month of Av. And and he should make himself available in the month of Adar, which is Adar Stam, any time in the month of Adar, including in the beginning of the month, the body Mazle, because it has a very strong Mazle for a Yid. So the question here is, why does the Simcha begin in the beginning of the month? The Ness was on the 13th day of the month. Why does the Simcha of the Adar begin at the beginning of the month? The time of when the miracle occurred, which is the initial uh, uh, fact that the Gzeda was annulled, when did that happen? It happened much before Yud Gimel Adar. As it says in the Megillah, that on the, on, on, on Chav Gimel on the 23rd of Sivan, 
Vayichtov b'shem ha-melech ha-chashvedish vayachtem b'tabas ha-melech. So the king ha-chashvedish wrote and sealed it with, this, with the seal of the king. Ashenosna melech la-yehudim, that they, the king gives the permission for all the yidin, lihikol v'lamed al-nafsham, to gather and to fight back, to save themselves from the goyim. So we see that the miracle did not exactly begin on Yud Gimalad. It began much earlier on. But this does not answer the question regarding why the Simcha starts in the beginning of the month of Adar. And either way you look at it, it doesn't, it's not understood. The writing and the, and, the, and the sealing of these letters that Achashverish sent out was already in the third month, in Sivan. And their bepoil was bis damos is das given mechuser meise or meise rav. But then the in actuality, when Yidden were uh, saved from the game, and this was still lacking, the Yidden was still standing a whole year in doubt. They weren't sure how matters are going to unfold when it comes actually the gzeda and the day of Yud Gimel Adar, because Achashverosh never revoked, he never removed this previous letter where he said that this will be a day where, God forbid, they would annihilate the Jewish nation. He just gave the permission for the Yidden to stand up and fight for themselves. So there was still a very big uh, doubt that Yidden had for the entire year. To gather and to fight for themselves. They gathered and they, they went and they fought in those that were looking to, for, for their, for their uh, bad, to, to go and kill the Yidden. And it was only on Yid Gimel Adar that the miracle occurred, that they were victorious. And then in Yid Aleph they rested from their enemies. So the actual saving of the Eden of Klal Yisrael took place on Yud Gimel or Yud Dalad Adar. So the question still remains, why is it that immediately when the month of Adar begins, Nach Edis is given the Yad Salah, before the Eden were actually saved, is Meshoy Marbe Besimcha. We already increase in joy. On was a state in the Megillah. This question really is on what it says in the Megillah itself. The entire month was transformed from a month of a tragedy, from a month of mourning to a month of joy. As the The entire month was transformed. And this is also an actual halacha that Yerushalmi says based on this. If someone for whatever reason cannot wait to read the Megillah on Yudalit, he will not have the availability, the possibility to read the Megillah on Yudalit on Purim. He can read the Megillah from the beginning of the month. The entire month is, is okay, it's kosher to read the Megillah. You read it without a bracha, but you can read the Megillah the entire, uh, entire month. The Ramah quotes this and says, this is the minute. That's all that happened on Yid Gimel. So why? Well, what's the point of reading the Megillah before the Yom before the day when the Hatzalah happened? How does the whole month have a connection to this? You don't find such a thing regarding any other Yom if you can't do it on this day. So you can do it before, at least as a minik. It's this question. Is, so this is answered with the words that Rashi says, that these were days of miracles for Yidin, and Rashi says, Purim and Pesach, as will be explained over here. So the Azbara Bezet, the explanation here is as follows. 
So here, let's look into the actual words that the Gemara says on this. From the Maimir Gemara, from the statement the Gemara says, "Kishem shemishenichnas of mematim simcha." Just like the Gemara is comparing, just like when the month of Av comes in, so you minimize joy. So too, the same is that when Ada comes in, you increase in joy. Let's move on. So it's understood from this as Ma'abim b'simcha. In Chaydish Adar, the, the increasing of joy in the month of Adar is the Zelbe Geda Videmematen Besimche in Chaydish It's compared and it's, it's, we define it in the same way as this that we minimize the joy in the month of Av. Und der un, in, the, in dem Unterschied. Now, so let's, the Rebbe will focus here in the month of Av to understand what is unique about the minimizing of the Simcha in the month of Av and that from that we'll understand what it is about the month of Adar that we increase in the Simcha. In the Montesheit, Zvishen Chaydish Av, Legabe de Andere Chadoshim. So to, to see, to understand the difference between the month of Av, in contrast to other months of the year, when as an Afargekum in Murai is built to Ritzuyim, where there are also certain negative events that happened in other months of the year, was Dafke by Av Zokme, Mematem Besimche. So only in the month of Av does the Gemara tell us that one should minimize and joy. Gefit Mitzvein Yanem. So there are two points about this. One is Alev Chokhbuluboy Tzaris. This is a time in the year, it's a month, when the, 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 the troubles and the bad things that happened to Klai Yisrael would double. Same day of Tisha B'av, again and again, the first base of Mikdash, the second base of Mikdash, or even before the story with the Meraglim. So there was double Tzadus for Yidin. Be'ez, another point the Gemara says, is Ayoyim Chayev. This is a day, it's a tragic day, it's a day that is negative for Yidin. With the Gemara Zakt, as the Gemara says, if them as Oich Bisheni Chorav Abayis Betes Ba'av, that the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed on this day again in the second Beis Hamikdash, Val Megalgulin Schus Liyom Zakai, Hashem brings something positive as Schus on a meritorious day. The Chayva Liyom Chayiv, and then the tragedy comes to Klal Yisrael on a tragic and a negative day. So those are the two things that we see that are unique in the month of Av. We can say about this point here, and the second point here, the fact that this is a Yom Chayev, a tragic day, is not only because the first base of Mikdash was destroyed on this day, this is already from before, as the Gemara says by the story of the Meraglim, that the Yidin cried. And that night, when the Meraglim gave them a negative report about what they saw in Eretz Yisrael, Tishabov Hoya, that that night was Tishabov. Amalam Akadish Baruch, the Hebisha said to the Yidin, Atem Bechisem Bechiyashal Chinam, that you cried on this night for no reason. Vani Kiveyalachem Bechiyaladiris. And I will establish this to be a day of crying for future generations. So we see about what this day is about already from then, the Kiveya, that this has been a day that in a permanent sense has been negative for Klal Yisrael, Al Yom Chayev. Now, so let's take this and understand now in the positive, the Kishem, Kach, regarding the month of Adar. So according to this, it comes out, that when we increase joy in the month of Adar, it's also similar, based on the same point. It's because the month of Adar has double miracles in it. It's also the very time period itself, is a Yom Zakai, there's a meritorious day here. So the question is, Where do we find this uniqueness about the month of Adar? That it's a time where there's double Nisim and that it's a Yom Zakai. So the answer is, is thus in their Gemara, Hanal in Megillah. So this is, you see this in the Gemara quoted before in Megillah. 
When the lottery of Haman fell out in the month of Adar, so Haman was very happy. Omar, he said, this lottery fell out in the month that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. He wasn't aware of the fact that in this month, in this in Zion Adar, he was also born, not only passed away. That's the Gemara as we quoted before. Zetman from them. So what do you see from this Gemara? As the Sibbe was had gebracht them nest Purim b'chaydish Adar. What was the cause that brought about the miracle of Purim in the month of Adar? Is the talk from Zion Adar. It's the fact that Zion Adar is the day of Moshe Rabbeinu's birth. Das heißt, das means das was der Geidel is eisgefallen b'chaydish Adar. The fact that the Geidel fell out in this month. This was Mavatl, this annulled the Xeda of Haman, that he was trying to tap into the negative energy that he thought that there is in this entire month, being a month that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. And instead, the fact that it's the day of the Leda of Moshe, the birth of Moshe, that is the source of why it overpowered the negativity and it brought the nest for this month. And so this is the reason why in this month was the Nes of Purim. So this is really connected to the entire month. When Haman made the Geidel, he didn't make the Geidel for a specific day. He made the Geidel for the month. And when the Geidel fell out on this month, he said, Oh, the month of Moshe Rabbeinu's passing is a, is a tragic month for Klal Yisrael. And then the Gemara says, No, it's a happy month for Klal Yisrael because Moshe Rabbeinu was born in this month. So we see over here that this is the entire month that has a Yom Zakai, that the whole month becomes a, 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 a meritorious time for Yidin. That Oiftu from Zayin the accomplishment of Zayin is was Neilad Meishion Shal Yisrael. So that Meish Rabbeinu, the savior of Klal Yisrael, was born in this month, was Yidin from Golis Mitzrayim. And of course, Meish Rabbeinu was the one that took the Yidin out of Mitzrayim. If so, it comes out as Bechaydish Adars and Indor, Beide and Yonamanal. The two points that we said regarding the month of Av, we see here how this applies in the positive regarding the month of Adar. It says, This is a month that has a meritorious day in it, the day of Zion Adar, the birth of Meshach Rabbeinu, which transforms the month. And it's this day that brings a double miracle and a double redemption. It's this day which is the source and the cause for the two Golas, the Yeshua Golas from Mitzrayim, the fact that Eden were, were redeemed from Mitzrayim, and the Golas from Purim, and also the Gola of Purim. So therefore you have over here the double Nas that comes from when? From the day of, uh, the day of Zion Adar. So the Rebbe says, now we can say, as This is what Rashi means when Rashi adds and says, Purim and Pesach. That Mishanichnes Adar is related to both Purim and Pesach. They're gathered for Mishanichnes Adar, Marvin Besimche. This whole concept that when, you, when Adar comes in, you should add in Simche, is Nitno Mitzat Simche's Purim Yudalad Adar. It's not only based on the Simche of Purim itself, which is on Yudalad Adar. That's just one Ness which would not re- result in this concept of Marvin Besimche. Nor, while the Chaydish is a Chaydish Zakai, it's because the entire month is a meritorious month. That caused more than one miracle. The miracles for Yidin. Oich zu Pesach. This is also the cause. Meshach Rabbeinu's birth is also the cause for Pesach. 
The Yidin being saved on Pesach, so when's the birth for this? When's the beginning and the cause for this? In Zion Ada, in the month of, in the day of Zion Ada, in the month of Ada. And the Fad is taken from Shenichnas Adar Marben Besimcha. So therefore, as soon as the month of Adar begins, you add in the joy because of the day of Zion Adar. It's not just the Purim that is the cause for Marben Besimcha, but it's actually the day of Zion Adar which brought about the Nisim of Purim and Pesach. This explains why the Megillah says that the entire month was transformed and the entire month is kosher for reading the Megillah. Because the miracle of Purim did not start in Gimeladah. Already from when the Geidel fell out, and it fell out in the month of Adar, the fact that it fell out in this month, that was the cause for the Nes. Was in Im is Zion Adar, because this month, when the, when the lottery fell out, was in the month of Adar, that has Zion Adar in it, that was really the cause for the Nes, that later happened on one specific day of Yudalar Adar. But the, the cause for the nest is not anything about that specific day of Yudalit. There's nothing unique about the day of Yudalit. It's about Zion Adar. And it's about Haman that made a girdle for the month Bechlal. And he was thinking that the month Bechlal is a tragic month. And then, because of the day of Zion Adar in this month, the entire month is considered to be, or is, of course, a meritorious month for Klal Yisrael. And therefore, the whole month is transformed. So this explains the Rashi, Purim and Pesach. And it refers only to the month of Adar. But nevertheless, Rashi brings in Pesach, not for the Yontav of Pesach in Nisan, but Pesach for the Zion Adar, which is in the month of Adar. So now, let's return back to the day of Zion Adar as a fast day. And go back to what the Rebbe addressed in the beginning of the Sikha. Why is this a fast day? The time of the Yimei Atainis was very oisgerecht in Shulchan Aruch. The reason for the days of the fast that are mentioned in Shulchan Aruch. Elu hayomim, these days, she'iru behem tzores laviseinu. When there were bad things that happened to our forefathers, and therefore it's days that it's it's appropriate to fast on these days. is amongst them. of This could be explained why we, we these are fast days. What are we accomplishing by fasting on these days? It could be explained in two ways. Aleph, one is Since these are days where bad things happen to our ancestors, then is a hepecha simcha. So it's days that are the opposite of joys. Yomim chayovim, they're tragic days. It's appropriate to fast on these days. To forewarn that it shouldn't, that no negative things should happen again on this day. Varom chach ein mazal Yisrael. Even though the Gemara says that there's no mazel for Yidin, so the fact that this is a tragic time, so that doesn't affect Yidin, is doch der pirish. What does this mean, though, that there's no mazel for Yidin? As al that where Yid has the power to daven, and with his merits he can change the bad mazel to the good. That's what it means. Virashi as Rashi explains this. So therefore, these days, which are tragic days, there has to be a fast and davening and so on. In order to, to forewarn and to, to remove the tragic and the negative aspect that there is on this day. That's one point. 
Bays, another point is, Ribal doesn't he take up getroffen in Yonim Hei since on these days, so there are things that are the opposite of joy that occurred. Specifically here regarding Zayin that we're talking about a tragic thing like a tzaddik passing away. So this is something that the living have to take to heart. And therefore there's a, a reason to fast on such a day. To awaken the hearts. To open up a way for tshuva, a pathway for tshuva. So this is an appropriate time for reflection and for tshuva. As the Rambam says regarding the fast days. So those are the two aspects of every fast day. The nafke minutes vishn dibeidas bodis is. The difference between these two explanations of what the point of fasting on a fast day is. In atog When you have a fast day or you have a day that has in it two different aspects. Saisimcha on saheipachasimcha. There's a reason, there's an aspect of joy in this day. And there's also a reason and an aspect which is the opposite of joy. So what do you do? Is this a day where you should fast or not? According to the first reason. As their tainus is, the reason we fast is because this is a tragic, a bad, a, a, a negative day. Right? And we have to make sure that this does not happen again. So you daven to remove the bad muzzle of the day. So on such a day, since it has a, a positive aspect to it, there's no need to fast. Since this is also a day of joy, on the very same day, positive things happened. So that itself indicates as there is that you can't you can't label the day as being a, a sad, tragic day. There are also positive things that happened on this day, so there's no reason to fast. By contrast, according to the second reason, as their time is asleep and you're not shuva, the point of fasting on such a day is in order to awaken to do shuva. So then, on a day where a tragic thing happened, even if there's also positive things that occurred, but still, this is a time, this is a moment for a person to reflect upon what happened to do shuva. The living have to take to heart to open up a pathway to shuva. Now the fact that it also is a day that a joyous thing occurred in this day is that it does not at all contradict the fact that this is an appropriate time to reflect and to do tshuva. On the contrary, the concept of tshuva is very much in line with simcha. We find regarding simcha's beis hasheva, the Gemara tells us, the greatest joy of all times. As the Gemara says, if you didn't see that type of joy, you never saw a real joy in your life. What do they say at that time period? They were arousing people to come and do tshuva. One that sinned should come and do tshuva and Hashem will atone for him. So therefore, on a day where there's also a joyous thing, so it's even a more opportune time to do tshuva. So based on this, we understand also regarding Zion Adar. Which is a day that it's Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, the tragedy that happened, but it's also a happy day, the day that Moshe Rabbeinu was born. Since we find that this is also a day of joy, this is such a strong, powerful day in the positive that this is the cause for the whole miracle of Purim. And so much so that the entire month was transformed into being a joyous month. 
is move on, so if so it's understood, as their tainus from Zion Adar, so that the fact that we fast on this day of Zion Adar because of the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, it's not because it's a bad and negative day and therefore we're trying to make sure that the tragedy doesn't repeat itself on this day. This is a very opportune time to do tshuva. The fact that on this day he was also born is The fact that it's also a day where he was born and there's a reason to be besimche only intensifies and, and, and helps the tshuva to be in a greater and more powerful way. Just as all mitzvahs have to be done with simcha. So tshuva is no different than it's a mitzvah like other mitzvahs that should be done with simcha. And as Rashi himself says regarding the nest of Purim, that it's most appropriate that, or that it's, it's fitting of, of what happened over here regarding the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was born on this very day, that the day of his birth will atone for the day that he passed away. That's haste. What this means is, as the fact that this is a, a day, a sad day, that Moshe Rabbeinu passes away is very strongly affected by the fact that this is his birthday. And therefore, it becomes a Simcha day. So this is a different type of a tainus. It's a tainus that's related to tshuva. Alpizeh, coming back now to the point that we spoke about before regarding Mishanichnas Adam Arbim Besimche, is this an Adarishin or Adashaini? So Alpizeh is Muvam in a Gael Based on this, it's understood regarding Shana Muberes, a leap year, that we begin the Simche in the first Adar. Is there Tain is Ayin Adar by Adarishin? So the Magan Avram explains that the Tain is the fast for Ayin Adar is in the first Adar. For their fun is move on as Eichter in Simcha. So therefore we understand that also the joy that comes was as Ayim Zakai Mitzadledes Moshe that comes as a result of the fact that Zayin Adar is a meritorious day because of the birth of Moshe is Eich the Zayin Adarishin. So the simcha that this month, that this day causes, is also in the first month. First month, that is. Kanal as a kaddish baruch yeshiv memalish nisayim shal tzadikim yayim liyayim. The Eibush fills the days of tzadikim to the day, meaning zayin adirishin. Doesn't just mean the same date on the calendar, but thirty for thirty days later adishin. But it means adirishin. Kom tochay. So it comes out as oich mishenichnas adirishin that when the first other begins. You already begin with Marbim Besimcha. Because of Rashi's explanation. Since on this, this, this day is a Yom Zakai of Pesach. So this brings the miracles. This was the cause for the two miracles of Purim and Pesach. And you have this. You have the you have this already in the month. You may nisim for the yidden already in the first month of Adar and nisim in Purim v'shushan Purim katan was yoyimay nes v'atzalehim. So you do have you don't have the full yontif and celebration of Purim the way it is in the second Adar and Adar Shani, but in Adar Ishin there is also an Indian of Purim and Purim and shushan Purim katan that you celebrate to some extent even in the first Adar. So that's yet another reason why to say that the Mishnichlas Adar begins in the first Adar. Chach even though it's understood as das kumpnit to the mab mesimche 
from the other when the Pravet Purim Amish. The level of Simcha in the month when we actually celebrate Purim is yet on a higher level. Then you have the actual Yemei Nisim Yisrael, which is Purim, that is celebrated in the second month of Adar. So this explains that Mishanichnas Adar, Marvin Besimcha, does begin in Adarishin. So now, coming back to the fast day, to Zion Adar itself. So now we see that this is a day that's actually the source of the Mishanichnas Adar, that Marvin Besimcha. P and Al and Milus Yom Zayin Adar Al Tzleidus Moshe. So based on what we explained about the, this day of Zayin Adar, because being the day Moshe Rabbeinu was born, Vert L'Chayrenit Eshnit Vashtandik. So now we, we, we the question becomes even stronger. Going back to what we spoke before, Favas Kefimpen Shulchan Aruch Nor Das Was Misanin B'Zayin Adar Shabay Meis Moshe. Why does it only say this that this is a day that you fast? So yeah, the Rebbe already explained before that there's a point of fasting because it's an appropriate time for tshuva and, and even tshuva mitaych simcha. But yet, there should be something else in this day that there should also be expressing the simcha that this day caused. We find no aspect of simcha that's related to this day of Zayinad. What's the pshat in this? What's the reason? So the Rebbe here says a very big Chiddush in this answer, as he on his sentence. This is the whole point of here. The point is as follows. Because the meritorious aspect of this day is an Inyan This is on a very high level. It comes from a very high source. This is such a powerful source of goodness, of zakai for the Yidin on this day, that it can't even be experienced and expressed by an open, revealed expression of Simcha in this world. Nor does This remains concealed from our reality, and the merit, the power of Moshe Rabbeinu's birth of this day has its effect in a sort of distant manner. It brings about the Simcha of the Gula of Yidin from Mitzrayim, the Simcha of Purim that occurred. However, it's sort of from a, a, from a distant sort that's very high and removed from our reality here in this world. And therefore, such a kind of a day that, that is so concealed and so far from our reality can't be celebrated and expressed by an open, revealed joy that is only a result of something that a person feels here in this world in his reality. Dugme Lidavra Bahalacha. An example for this concept that you can find even in Alocha. Yantif versus Nor Mikra Kaidish. The day of a Yantif is referred to as a day that we call holiness into this day. Meaning it's not holiness itself, like it says regarding Shabbos, that Shabbos is holiness itself. Yantif is only Mikra Kaidish. On and even more so, Menizmabdul bin Kaidish Shalayla Kaidish to Shabbos. We celebrate and not celebrate that is, we separate and we say in the Nusach of the Havdalah that you make between a Yom Tif and a Shabbos, you say Hamavdul bin Kaidish Lekaidish, that we're separating between the Kedusha of Shabbos and the Kedusha of Yom Tif. That's how much less the Kedusha of Yom Tif is from Shabbos. So now you would expect that, and where, when should we celebrate with a more, a greater expression of, of joy and celebration? Much more in Shabbos. Shabbos is a much greater level of Kedusha than on Yom Tif, which is only Mikra Kaidish. But what's the fact? It's in the reverse. Is mitzvah What's the mitzvah? When do we express joy? That's specifically on a yomtiv, where it's a lower level of kedusha. Shabbos is a much higher level of holiness. 
It's, sorry, it's a level of Kedusha that's totally separated of the level of Kedusha of Yom Tif. And the level of the Kedusha of Shabbos is so far removed of Yom Tif as the Skump Behemshech to the Andere Havdalis. You say there, Ben Yisrael Amim, Ben Er the distance that there is between the Kedusha of Shabbos and the Kedusha of Yom Tif is as far and as great as the separation is between between Er and Chayshech, between light and darkness and Yidin and Havdal Gaim. So we see that the Kedusha of Yom Tif is that much lower. But nevertheless, when is there the mitzvah of Simcha, which is expressing your feeling of Simcha in a revealed manner, specifically when there's a lower level of Kedusha, which is something that a person could relate to and experience and express. Whereas the Kedusha of Shabbos, which is higher and removed from our feeling and our reality, so we celebrate Shabbos without that same expression of Simcha. So this is the same thing, because it's such a high and great day on a source of Simcha, but the Simcha Gluya in this world is not experienced and expressed. So therefore it's only a day of Tainus and Tshuva. The Azbara in them, to explain this more, Vepmundas Vashtein, will understand this Bahaktim, Vos HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so let's understand more what, the, what was said before. The Gemara says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yoshev, Omemalash Nisayim Shal Sadikim Miyoyim Liyoyim. That Eivishter fills the days of Tzadikim to the day. As Meisim Biyoyim Shanaeldu. They pass away on the same day that they're born. What's the reason for this? The deeper reason to understand why this is, what's the significance of the fact that they pass away on the same day that they're born is as follows. But when it comes to tzaddikim, the completion and the whole purpose of their birth, their revelation in this world, is the whole purpose of the very birth comes out fully on the day that they pass away. So they're related, the day of their birth and the day of their passing away, it goes together. That, that's the shleimus of their birth. Farom, the reason for this is, the Rebbe quotes from what the Rebbe says in Tanya, and he gets a sakedish in Simon Chavzayin or in Simon Zach. So here the Alter Rebbe says that then on the day of the of Atzadik, Sistalkos, Vertnes Galat, to the Talmidim from Ruach, Rabbam Ha'atzmias. A deeper essence of the spirit of their teacher is revealed on this day. Even more and even higher than while his, when he was in this world and his, his neshama was in a body with certain limitations of a body. On the day of his estalkus, there's an even greater revelation. Which shines from above. From this, that his neshama is getting elevated back to the source. And this light that comes down in the world is It shines on all of his students and they become servants of Hashem. It, it places into their heart thoughts of tshuva and to do maizim tovim. Nor, however, the Alter Rebbe there clarifies and says, the ha'are, this, the source of this revelation that comes and affects the students is behel and behesta godl. This is in a very concealed manner. You don't necessarily sense the source of where this inspiration is coming from. Like the sun, after it sets and it, it uh, shines from under the earth, so to speak, to the stars, and the light of the sun affects the stars that are very distant. 
Kedisa b'tikunim, this concept is mentioned in Zayal, Moshe Rabbeinu al-Vashol, regarding Moshe, Sha'acha p'tirosay, after he passes away, Mispashetes ha'arosay b'choldara v'dara, that the, the light of Moshe Rabbeinu extends and spreads out to all generations, l'shishim riboy neshamis, to, to 600,000 Neshamas, like the, the, the light of the sun, the rays of the sun that reaches stars that are very distant. So there is a tremendous inspiration and tremendous shlemus and a revelation that comes from the tzaddik on this day that he passes away. However, the students will have this inspiration. They'll have this Eidorus uh, of Tshuva, but they won't realize and sense exactly where it's coming from, because it's coming from such a high source. On the other hand, on the day of his birth, at the time of his birth, that is, is So at the time of his birth, yes, he's born, his neshama enters into this world, but the revelation of the tzaddik is not yet here. The day that he's born, his whole lifetime and everything that he accomplishes and what he's going to bring for his students is all still in potential. The shlemus of what a tzaddik accomplishes comes out when on the day of his histalkus. So the histalkus is not something which ends his birth, ends his lifetime in the world. It, it brings the shlemus, it brings to completion what the beginning of his birth was all about, to reveal the power of the tzaddik in the world. So then it's in potential and on the day of his passing, it's in its, in its fullest, in its peak, and it, the shaman goes back to the source and brings a tremendous revelation to his students. He says, move on. So according to this, we understand. Why it is that we don't find in Shulchan Aruch that Zainada is a day of Simcha. Being the day that Moshe Rabbeinu was born. Because the Shlemos of this revelation, when you have the full revelation and the full bringing down, what the tzaddik is from that day of the Yemeladas, that only comes to its fullest on the day when he passes away. And that Amshacha, what comes down in the world on this day of when he passes away, that is Amshacha that comes from a very removed and high source which cannot be felt and experienced directly here in this world. In a revealed sense, and here in the in our experience with the garments that we have to, to experience things, what we see externally is just the fact that it was a day of a passing of a tzaddik. And because of this, this is a day of a fast day, which is a day of reflection because of what happened that the tzaddik passed away on this day. So it's only in potential. Mitzah, the fact that the lady comes to its completion, to its shleimus, on the day that the tzaddik passes away, but there, the neshama of the tzaddik gets elevated to such a high level that we don't experience directly the source of where this inspiration of this day is coming from. It remains removed from us. And therefore, it is not a day of simcha, it's only a day of tainus and a day of tshuva. However, in Order 79, the Rebbe says an amazing thing, that by Nesiyei Chabad, by the Rabbeim, after they accepted the Nesiyas, they did not say Tachnanam Shiva Bader, because by the, by the Rebbe of the generation, being this Pashtusa of the Moshe of the generation, so the level of Moshe with its entire intensity from the source is here and it's revealed fully over here in this world. 
So the Rebbe concludes going back to the first point of the Sikha regarding the parasha of Tetzaveh. That on one hand, the Moshe Rabbeinu's name is missing in this parasha. On the other hand, though, the whole parasha is Moshe Rabbeinu speaking, which hints to his birth. The fees as moving the remes v'shaiches from inyoni zayinader to parshas v'atet tzavu. We now understand the connection of the two aspects of the day of zayinader to the day, to the parsha v'atet tzavu. Big galoi shteitat takinit in the sedra Moshe's nomen. In a revealed sense, you don't have the name of Moshe Rabbeinu in this parsha. Varam der inyuf from zayinader vidasis begiloi is an inyuf from yoyim atainus. As we relate to the day of zayinader here with our experience in this world, this is a day for a fast, a stalkus. Moshe Rabbeinu passed away on this day, as the Rebbe explained before. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu's name is missing in the parsha. Le'idah, however, on the other hand, is bepnimius. But in, 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 on a deeper level, the truth though, why, when it doesn't say the name of Moshe here, because on this day, in the language that Alter Rebbe says, this is Ruach Rab Ma'atzmius, you have the essence of Moshe Rabbeinu that goes back to the source that is here on this day, above any name or any level of revelation, and this is expressed in the name of the parasha, which is Va'ato Tetzave, Meish Rabbein himself. The Loshem Va'ato, Va'ist of Atzmias, was as Hechaf and Shem The term Va'ato, which means directly you, without referring to a name or any description. Tetzave, and also the term Tetzave, is Eich from Loshem Tzavse V'chibur. It means connection. Besides meaning to command, it could also mean to connect. Das heist, die Tzavse V'chibur, von Yidin HaMetzuvim, this is the connection of the Yidin that are being commanded, mit die Atzmias von Moshe, with the very essence of Moshe, with the Viata. Was verbind Yidin mit Atzmus ein Seif, which connects Yidin to the very essence of Hashem, HaMedaber El Avaata. The Eivishter, which is speaking to Vaata, telling Moshe Rabbeinu to command the Yidin. So this, these two aspects that you see in the Pasha is the content on a deeper level of what Zayinada has in it. As Demolt is their Tachlis Hashlemus in Leidas Vezgalis Moshe at Aliyidin. This is the day of his passings and therefore it's the highest peak in the Shlemus of the birth and the revelation of what Moshe Rabbeinu accomplished. To the extent that it's Hecher from Shem Vigili. It's even higher than any name or higher than any aspect of revelation. And therefore this is hinted in these two words of the essence of Moshe Rabbeinu, which is commanding, which is connecting Yidin to the very essence of the Eivishter himself.